Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Catherine, and today I'm going on to Genesis chapter thirty-one. So, from this chapter, we see that、um, Jacob is planning to flee from Laban because、uh, Laban's sons were saying、uh, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all his wealth from what belonged to our father. And then in verse two, it says Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude towards him was not what it had been before. So God said to Jacob, saying, "Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you." Okay, so、um, Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were, and he said to them, "I see that your father's attitude towards me is not what it was before." But the God of my father has been with me, and you know that I have worked for your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. And if he said the speckled ones will be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to the speckled young. And if he said the streaked ones will be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaks, streaked youngs. So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. Okay, so this goes back to what happened before, where Jacob and Laban agreed that all the pure white animals will belong to、um, Laban. But then Laban that same night. Took all the spotted ones and gave them to his sons. So, in other words, he didn't want to leave anything to Jacob at all. And、uh, but then here, Jacob recognized the fact that if God says to have、um, small、uh, sheep and goats with speckles and streak, then the white ones will. Give birth to those spotted and street ones. So, in other words, he recognized the fact that God was the one who blessed him. And then, so the breeding season, he once had. I once had a dream, which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with with the flock were streaked, speckled, or spotted. So the angel God said to me in the dream, Jacob. I answered, Here I am. And he said, Look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock. A streak speckled or spotted, for I have seen all the Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you appoint anointed a pillar where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. So God sent angel to give him a dream, telling him that God was the one who blessed Jacob, and then the the spotted and speckled ones were the ones who made it more. Okay, so,、um, so we see that here it is God's blessing, and then doesn't matter what Laban is trying to, trying to deceive Jacob.、Um, God still got his way in blessing Jacob, and so Rachel and Leah reply saying, "Do we still have any share in the inheritance of our father's estate? Does he not regard us as foreigners? Not only has he sold us, but he has used up what was paid for us." So surely all the wealth that God took away from our father belongs to us and our children. So do whatever God has told you. So、um, they both Rachel and Leah recognized that they were only being、um, sold to Jacob, and his father really regards the sons more than the daughters. Which make which is in the ancient world.、Um, 
just like in the Chinese culture or Asian cultures where they are they they do see sons as more important because they are the ones who carry on the family name and um, work for the family back in the old days or in the farms. So the sons were valued more than the daughters. So we see the same mentality here in uh, Genesis. And so verse 17, it says, Then Jacob put his children and his wives on camels, and he drove all his livestock ahead of him, along with all the goods he had accumulated in Padam Aram, to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. And then so, so when Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole her father's household gods. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him he was running away. So he they they fled and not t- tell his father-in-law about what they're doing or they're leaving and um and they headed for the hill country of Gilead. Now of course Laban on the third day he was told that Jacob had fled, so he took his relatives with him and he pursued Jacob for seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. Then God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either either good or bad. So we see that here God still looked out for Jacob and told Laban not to harm Jacob in any way, not even speak um, harmful words to him or harsh words to him. Then Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead when Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives came there too. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You've deceived me, and you carry off my daughters like captives in war. Why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so that I could send you away with joy and sing to the music of tambourines and harps? I think personally, I think he's just saying these kind words now that they've gone. But he probably Jacob and Laban knows that... um, if he told him beforehand, he would let him go just like the first time. So, so Laban's man, he said, you have done a foolish thing. I have the power to harm you. But last night, the God of your father said to me, be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. So now you have gone off because you belonged, you longed to return to your father's household. But why did you steal my gods? Okay, so Rachel took the, the idols from his, her father's household, but told nobody about it. So Jacob answered him, I was afraid because I thought you would take your daughters away from me by force. But if you find anyone who has your gods, then that person shall not live. And, and at this point, everyone gets kind of nervous because Rachel is the one he loves the most. And so, but Rachel's the one who took the idol. So in the presence of our relatives, see for yourself where, whether there is anything yours here. If so, take it. Now, Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the gods. So he went into, of course, Laban went into everybody's tent. And then, uh, and then Rachel put the god in, the, the idol in his, um, in her inside her camel's saddle and sat on them. So she said, oh, don't be, she said to her father, don't be angry, my Lord, that I cannot stand up in your presence. I'm having my period. So he searched, but could not find the household gods. So of course, Rachel lied to, um, to save herself. 
and Jacob was angry and took Laban to add to task. What is my crime? He asked Laban. What have I wronged you that you hunt me down? Now that you've searched through all my goods, what have you found that belongs to your household? And put it here in front of your relatives and mine, and let them judge between the two of us. And then Jacob goes on saying, "I have been with you for twenty years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor I have eaten rams from your flocks. I did not bring you animals torn by wild beasts. I bore the loss myself, and you demanded payment from me for whatever had was stolen, limb by day or night. This was my situation: the heat consumed me in the daytime, the cold at night." And sleep fled from my eyes. It was like this for the twenty years I was in your household. I worked for you fourteen years for your two daughters and six years for your flocks, and you changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the fear of Isaac had been had not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and the toil of my hands, and last night He rebuked you. So we see from here. From what Jacob said, we understand that、um, how he was mistreated, but he bore、um, the treatments because he was staying with his father-in-law. And then, so of course, then Jacob didn't say anything. He only answered, "The women are my daughters; the children are my children. Flocks are my flocks. All you see is mine. Yet, what can I do today about these daughters of mine or about the children they have bore? Come now, let's have a covenant." You and I, and let us serve as a witness between us. So he's basically saying, "Where, whatever you have is all mine." <laughs> okay, but、uh, since you are the father, then let me let us、uh, make a pact. So Jacob took a stone and set up a pillar. He said to his relatives, "Gather some stones." So they took stones and piled them up in a heap. They ate there by the heap. So Laban called it Jagar Sahadutha. And Jacob called it Galid. So, so this、um, the Aramaic Jagahat Sahadutha and the Hebrew Galiad Galid, sorry, both mean witness heap. So they're making a mount, saying this is where we make a path, and then there are witnesses to see that we stay、uh, peaceful between each other. Okay, so,、um, so Laman said, "This heap is a witness between you and me today, and that's why it's called Galid. It was also called Mitzpah because he said, 'May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are away from each other. If you ill treat my daughters, or if you take any wives beside my daughters, even though no one is with us, remember that God is a witness between you and me.' So." Um, he's basically saying God is the witness、uh, of our our of our treaty here, our pact here, and then you are to treat my daughters well, okay, and cannot take other wives. Now that he hasn't had enough wives already, okay, so、um, the heaps of witness, and、uh, so I will not go past this heap to your side to harm you, and you will not go past this heap. And pillar to my side to harm me. So this is basically a peace pact. May the God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob took an oath in the name of the fear of his father Isaac. He offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. After they had eaten, they spent the night there.
Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren, his daughters, and blessed them. Then he left and returned home. So he still got his chance to say goodbye, and uh, um, but he didn't really say goodbye to Jacob. Probably, probably still mad, but we only see that he said goodbye to his daughters and his grandchildren. Okay, so here we see this from this narrative that um, even though Laban treated Jacob so horribly bad, um, God saw what happened and he blessed Jacob for not taking revenge or um, being uh, disobedient to his uh, father-in-law, even though he has every right to do so. And so that... So whenever we're in a very difficult situation where we feel like we're cheated or we're being ill-treated, God still sees what happens and he will be the righteous judge. And he will bless us for not um, taking matters into our own hands. Okay, thank you for listening. And we'll go on to the next chapter where uh, Jacob finally meets Esau again. Okay, have a good day. Um, time listening and uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.